The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find where Welcome back to the Position Zero Month on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to wrap up our month-long deep dive into one of the hottest topics in the ever-changing world of search engine optimization, Position Zero. To wrap up Position Zero Month, today we're going to sit down with Jordan Cooney, who is both a world-renowned SEO strategist and the general manager of Search Metrics US, to talk about what we've learned during Position Zero Month and how you can evaluate the impact Position Zero is having on your business. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. It's uh, been a long break. Um, I've heard that uh, you enjoyed the break, maybe a little too much. Jordan, I missed you. No. (laughs) All right, enough hugging and kissing. Let's get back to work. Uh, We covered a lot of ground this month. We've talked to some experts that were on the Search Metrics team, um, a couple of SEO experts, and even some general marketers about how they view position zero, about how they view its impact on voice search. Um, So why don't we start off by reviewing some of the episodes that we've published this month. And I'd love to hear, you know, your thought on some of the content that we've created. Um, First off, you know, we talked episode one, the beginning of position zero, was me and you talking about, you know, what position zero is, why Google created it, and how it's impacting content and commercial businesses um, let's just do a quick summary, you know, remind everyone who's listening, if they didn't happen to listen to the intro to Position Zero episode, what the general takeaway is in terms of what Position Zero is and why it's important. Certainly. And happy to do a quick recap here. And, and we did learn a lot from our uh, contributors over the past couple of weeks. Um, but in, in summary, uh, Position Zero is the 
uh, ability to introduce uh, content above the organic uh, and paid listings within Google's search result page. Uh, and this is a, uh, a way to showcase uh, a specific set of information, uh, in some cases, answering a very direct question or direct need that the consumer or, or user is, is putting into Google or seeking to find from Google. Yeah, I think the most important thing here is there's a way for SEOs to take up more real estate and potentially be the only listing when, when you're thinking about voice search. And to me, that's one of the reasons, if not the reason, why uh, position zero is so interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing to be able to control a position that really just takes the entire focus, right? I mean, or when a, when a user sees a position zero, there's no way they're going to miss it. Now, whether or not they click or they engage, that's a different story, but there's no chance for them to scroll right past it. I don't want to spend too much time covering what position zero is. We've been talking about this subject for a month. If anybody has questions on generally what position zero is, there's an episode that Jordan and I went into great detail about it beginning of the month. Let's talk about some of the more technical things. I sat down with Sebastian Edgar on your team, who was one of our lead technical SEOs at Searchmetrics. Um, so in the conversation that I had with Sebastian, the things that stuck out to me the most was that there's A, a difference between rich snippets and featured snippets, and that um, there's a process for submitting your your content for rich snippets, but featured snippets, there really is no submission process. Everyone is up to Google's discretion for interpreting what their content is. And so that leads to, you know, getting ahead in featured snippets. It's all about what your formatting is. Are you using tables? Are the paragraphs, you know, short, discreet, to the point? And then also, are you optimizing your content? Specifically, you know, for featured snippets, it needs to be focused on something that would be useful for the desktop. Um, and are you formatting the content in a way that it can be optimized to fit and answer a specific question? What stuck out to you about what Sebastian said when we talked to him about some of the technical details of rich and featured snippets? You know, one of the things that really stood out was how Sebastian described uh, this dance or this relationship with Google. And what, what he said, and, and he specifically said that this is like having a conversation with Google. And even as you describe the distinction between rich uh, versus a featured snippet, you're actually getting directly to that point, which is you're having slightly different conversations with Google about what should be what should be uh, presented in the search result. And so in a rich snippet, you're actually going to showcase the star rating or the pricing um, of the product or the information that you're, you're showcasing on your page versus the featured snippet, which is a paragraph or a table or a list um, that's much more visible and, and much more elusive in terms of uh, how to get it and how to get the placement for it. But at the end of the day, it's this conversation that you're having with Google about what is the most important element and in, in, in content on your page. So after we had our conversation with Sebastian about some of the technical aspects of rich and featured snippets and getting into position zero, we had a really interesting conversation with Courtney Cox Wakefield talking specifically about building a content strategy to rank in position zero and how to sort of compete in voice search. And Courtney laid out that there's really four different things that you need to consider. Who's the audience you're going after? Who are you competing with and what content do they have that's working? 
Are you optimizing your content, just like Sebastian talked about, to fit in a rich and featured snippet? And then there are some technical things around formatting and headers. What stuck out to you about what Courtney Cox Wakefield was saying in terms of building a content strategy? Well, you know, there's this realization that um, this content strategy is is hard work. And, and it really is. It genuinely is really hard work. It's very challenging. Um, but the element that really stood out to me was uh, her comments around the manual process and the manual nature of executing on your content strategy. Uh, and that without research and the, the heavy research that you need to do to create, which is the second point here, trust and authority, you're simply never going to have a successful piece of content. Um, and so, I mean, there's, there's a couple of things that really stand out to me about that. Uh, one of them is like, we at Search Metrics have been investing heavily in reducing the manual nature of that process. Um, our content experience uh, uh, product is, is specifically built to address some of these pain points. And Courtney's points are, are, are perfect to, to help all writers and, and webmasters and, and SEOs better understand that, that process and how to reduce the, the tension and the manual nature of it. Uh, Jordan, you mentioned trust and authority as your second point. Talk to me about why you think that matters so much when you're thinking about your content strategy. This is where, where Courtney's um, podcast was so beautiful because this focus on trust and authority is fundamental to the ability to rank for position zero. Um, but ultimately, it's the central theme around creating an audience and creating uh, a constituent that's actively engaged in reading and sharing and processing your content. One of, the, one of the critical points Courtney made was trust and authority is supersedes clicks. And when you think about position zero and you think about the, the whole concept that what we're talking about this month is really about creating that audience and being present. It's really about securing billboard spots across Google because in many cases, you're not going to be getting clicks from this. It's not the same as generate a traffic. It's not, it's not a traffic generator as much as it is the ability to create awareness and generate a, a, a stronger affinity and connection with your brand. That's actually a really good transition for us to talk about the interview that I had with Alex Scoble, who's the CMO from Flight Guru. So the thing that stuck out to me about my conversation with Alex was he's, you know, comes from an SEO background, but he's the CMO. And so he's looking at position zero and voice search from an executive level. So I asked him lots of questions about, you know, how do you think about voice search? What are the types of terms you're trying to rank for and, and what's the purpose of doing that. And his story was basically, we're trying to reach our customers, you know, wherever they are in their journey and the type of voice search terms people are looking for is very much the top of the funnel. Like when is the best time to take a flight to Europe or where can I find the cheapest flights to London? It was very research-based and not very transactional. And to me, that was really insightful because you're talking to a CMO and he's saying, look, we're just trying to get in front of as many prospective customers as we can, even if they cannot actually purchase through that medium. Because right now with voice search, there is no ability to, you know, let's say we're asking Alexa, what is the 
best time to go fly to Europe? And Flight Gurus presents that answer. There is no follow-up way to click and then get to their site. So talk to me a little bit about what you got out of the conversation with Alex and you know how does that relate to how you think about the evaluation of voice search and of position zero? The authenticity of what Alex was sharing is what what really stood out to me that the the creation of content and its ability to serve a particular purpose um, to help inform and to help generate a um, reaction from from the the reader was what really stood out to me. And it stood out to me from from a couple perspectives. The one perspective is that, you know, here, here's a company, Flight Guru, who's really trying to build up their brand, build up their awareness in a in a hyper competitive space. I mean, let's let's not let's not kid ourselves. The, the travel category is the most competitive space online. And you have such a diverse group of competitors, everything from the actual travel um, uh, sites themselves. Okay. United and Orbitz and all the comparison sites, all of the actual airlines. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's cutthroat. And, and here, here Alex is talking about how do you actually resonate and connect and create something that's useful because that's the future of search. The future of search is being able to provide that answer to that to that listener, because that's what it transitions to, right? It goes from 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 typing and reading to to saying and listening. And Alex and his team, they're they're thinking about that. They're actually thinking about how do we generate that future, um, and how do we create that within the content we have today? And really, that that's how the, the pioneers in this space are going to break through. They're going to be able to break through, not necessarily by saying we're going to create one more transaction from voice search. Everybody wants to get to that end game. Everybody wants to make money, certainly. But doing that in this authentic way that helps consumers and informs consumers is where the beginning of that journey starts. And I thought that was really the, the, the beauty of Alex's um, show and, and how it helps all of us understand and connect the dots of what Courtney shared around uh, developing an audience and, and coming up with a content strategy through the very technical and, and the rigor that's required to show up in featured snippets. Um, without Alex's contribution there, we, we wouldn't really have a true vision as to where this is going and how featured snippets and, and this very specific, very tactical SEO element is at the forefront of our future of our industry. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. 
So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. To me, that was the biggest takeaway as well. And, and what really drove home the current state of position zero and of voice search specifically was a lot of what Alex was talking about is that voice search right now is a billboard, right? There is no hook to get somebody into a transaction funnel that is efficient. Um, I want to turn the page now that we've talked about all the ground that we've covered in position zero month and get your thoughts, Jordan, on how to evaluate the value of position zero and a voice search. Like, how are people figuring out what the impact of this is on their business and, and who's really best served focusing in on position zero? How do you think about the value these placements drive? One of the interesting the concepts that came up in the episodes is the idea of this being uh, a land grab, that we're, we're really in the real estate business right now when it comes to featured snippets. And for many of the, the brands and the businesses who are engaging in, in securing these positions, they're doing so to understand how this, this placement will help their business. The ultimate outcome is still very much unknown. How this helps a business is somewhat unknown, but securing the real estate, securing the land is that first step. And so I found that to be a really interesting concept and something that many of us have to think about because playing on this analogy, you're, you're not sure how you're going to process the use of that land. Is it, is it farmland? Is it going to be residential, commercial? Like, What is it that you're going to do with this land to help your business? Um, but securing that is, is, is the first step. And I found that to be a very interesting concept. I agree with you that it is the wild, wild west right now. And you know what you're saying about this being a land grab, people are going and grabbing as much turf as they possibly can without the hooks to actually drive new business. It is an investment in the future. Playing out the wild, wild west metaphor is like, now you get as much land as you possibly can so you can figure out what you want to plant and how you want to grow it and how you want to actually get value out of that land. You know, you're going to figure out your farming strategy down the road. We talked a lot about position zero and voice and to me, because there is no real like traditional internet marketing, there is no click. So you can't do any of the retargeting that you would do. You know, you can't get somebody from a piece of content and then, you know, sort of supplement that with a product offering with voice search with position zero right now. Who is right to focus on position zero and, and who should still be worried about position, you know, one through 10? That's a great question. And something that all of our listeners should really think about thoroughly. This is position zero and, and, and securing these, these placements is not for everyone. It, it's something that many of us um, who are still building up the brand, building up our content strategy, there are other priorities that take precedent to this topic. And I think this is really important. It's something that I came to realize listening to, to the episodes was, well, so many brands still have technical foundational challenges, still have uh, content and content strategy challenges. And without really having a strong enough um, base behind those two areas of SEO, it really becomes 
a nuance um, that that doesn't create value for the brand if they invest in in feature snippets and trying to rank in feature snippets. Now, now the big challenge here, Ben, I think this is the hard part, right? Is executives love seeing this? Oh, wow! Look at us. We're in this big box at the top of search, right? So there's like this there's this tension that's created naturally because of where this exists. It's it's like driving down the 101 in the Bay Area and seeing your billboard for your company show up on one of the busiest highways in America. And everybody wants that. Everyone wants to be recognized and seen and, and, and felt, feel that, that, that excitement. But in reality, that doesn't make sense for every company and for every business. And for the SEOs that are out there, for some of the, the, the marketing leads that, that are not just managing SEO, but managing many channels, you really have to think this through and think about where you want to invest your time and energy and is position zero the right place for us today. As the general marketer in the room, what I'm hearing you say is there's a difference between awareness building and direct response. And both of them are important for a successful marketing strategy at scale. And when you're thinking about SEO and specifically about position zero, this medium of search and content marketing is really more of an awareness play when, you know, search and content marketing in general were primarily about direct response. And so I think that, you know, there is a little bit of a sort of dynamic shift in how SEOs and content marketers need to think about what they're optimizing for. If you are trying to raise the profile of your brand and you're trying to get in front of as many people as possible without actually necessarily focusing on whether they are going to convert Position zero could be a great strategy for you, right? It might be worth investing your time. If you are worried about the effort, hours, and money you're putting into your search strategy and you need to rationalize that from a revenue perspective, position one is the highest you can get in terms of understanding who is coming through those placements and what value they're driving. So that to me is the biggest takeaway from the entire position zero week is that you know, when we talk about position zero, we talk about voice search, it is very much still in the awareness play. And, you know, I, I guess that leads me to, Jordan, what's the future of position zero of voice search? And it, will it continue to be an awareness play? Or do you think Google is going to build out the hooks to be able to track whether someone converts from these mediums? It's a combination of a lot of those things. Um, and obviously here now we're getting into this whole you know, opinion base of 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 on topic around say elements like voice search and and what will Google do, right? Which I'm always leery of of trying to 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 guess what Google's going to do. Um, you know, the the foundation of where Google's going here is is pretty clear, right? Um, you have less real estate, you have less less availability to users when you're doing a voice search. I need the ability to give users a very clear and direct response. And I need to do that in a way that still serves serves the purpose of, of a search intended query. And I believe featured snippets are certainly helping us get closer to that. But we're far and away from the ability to say that feature snippets is the is the is the ultimate solution. I believe Google will continue to invest here. They'll continue to evolve this experience. Um, I'm a big proponent of uh, the idea that um, 
selection is critical to a great search experience. And so my, my fundamental belief is that today, featured snippets are pretty binary. They're very simplistic in their nature. And at some point, Google's going to have to allow users to pivot and maybe refine the way they think about the, 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 the query that they, the voice query that they in- input it. And this isn't just Google, this is Amazon and, and Apple and all the companies who are trying to really understand how a new search medium, a new search vehicle will, will influence results. And so one, one of the things I definitely see coming down, down the pipeline is the ability for us as users, because all of us are users of, of Google and these various search tools, to provide in, input, to provide insight, and then also to have the ability to um, refine and select some of these choices. Um, you know, a great example is there are tens of thousands of recipes out there. And why is it that Google put one of these recipes into this featured snippet? And is it possible for Google to maybe put one of the recipes in there that might make more sense for me and my lifestyle? These are the types of things that I believe Google will start to refine and improve. And they may, may even change the entire featured snippet experience in the way that it, it surfaces and serves to consumers to meet those demands. I think you're being overly cautious when talking about what Google will do and whether they will build out the ability for people to use voice search to complete transactions to get farther down the marketing funnel. We're in the early stages of voice search. I believe, and this is my personal opinion, that's coming. And eventually voice search will turn from being the billboard that we're talking about, being an awareness type channel into one that can be monetized. And that's why, you know, achieving position zero and learning it and understanding it is going to be increasingly valuable over time. Might not be the right strategy for everybody right now. But I think that as the medium of position zero and a voice search continue to grow and the functionality increases, this is going to be an even more valuable placement than it is today. Hey, Ben, before before we let our listeners go, I, I'd love to say a big thank you to um, Alex, Sebastian, and Courtney for contributing to the podcast. I know it's not easy to take time out of busy schedules, um, but your contributions have helped not only our listeners, but uh, the industry as, as a whole. So thank you very much. Oh, totally. Uh, and Courtney's got a book coming out, so hopefully we'll have her back on the show uh, as soon as her book about voice search comes out. So if anybody's interested in that, We'll put a link in our show notes as soon as uh, it is available. And uh, if anybody's looking for flights, it was flightguru.com. Alex was really generous and, and really insightful. And I think that's a great way for us to wrap up this episode of Voices of Search and for us to wrap up the Position Zero month. Thank you for listening to all of our content this month and my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the Chief SEO Strategist and CEO of Search Metrics Inc., We'd love to continue this conversation about Position Zero with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can click the link to his bio in our show notes, or you can reach out to him on Twitter. His handle is at JT Cooney, K-O-E-N-E. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. 
For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have any general marketing questions or if you want to talk about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can tweet me at Ben J. Schaap. That's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app. Lastly, if you've enjoyed this show and you're feeling generous, we would love it for you to leave us a review in the Apple iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcast. Okay, that's it for today. And that's it for position zero month. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.